What I want to talk about today is relevant across any level that you're working in your experience. But particularly, I want to address it to those who feel connected to or aligned with or that you are experiencing that your human has now become the apex timeline for your cosmic self and is currently in the sort of leader role of working with key themes or issues or energies that your cosmic self is desiring to work through at this time. And the topic is about the original separation and the ripple effects of that. And so we come to zooming back, zooming back, zooming back, zooming back to the very beginning when you first came out when we first expressed as an original self, as a pearl of individuated golden source essence. And in that initial experience from the excitement and the enthusiasm of that, the original self began zooming out, flying about, you can imagine a sort of excited, just experiencing and just zooming around. I just had this image of kind of flying around, super happy, super excited, pure innocence, pure power, pure golden essence. And as soon as experience began occurring, your original self transitioned into your cosmic self in the language that that I use in the models that I share. And so now your cosmic self is out and about, kind of doing all these things, sort of like, oh my gosh, this is so cool, and experiencing all these things, and out there creating, and flying about, and and, and experimenting, and, and having all this wonder. And the image feels very much to me like the the pure innocence and delight and enthusiasm and magic of like young lovers laughing and dancing and naked and joyful and orgasmic in a field together. But then over time, when the separation from that original source, from that divine source settles in, questions start to come up. Okay, why am I out here? Is it okay for me to love it so much? What if I'm out here because there was something wrong with me? What if I'm out here because I didn't actually belong in there? What if I'm out here because I was something impure to be cleaned out? And our young lover's story unexpectedly turns into the quote-unquote illegitimate conception and the secret shameful new life that they have created has to be hidden away and isn't allowed. 
And so is this new life, this experience, acceptable, allowed, or a symbol or expression of shame? And so the topic here is really about the experience of shame. And in your human self, if you allow yourself to be with experiences, certain experiences of fear, I'm not talking about fear of physical safety issues here, but other kinds of fears. If you allow yourself to be with these fears for a little bit, you may find that underneath the fear or within the fear is, it's not just this blanket fear. And fear never is just a blanket like, I just have fear for fear's sake. Like there's always a thing. There's always a story. There's always kind of a nugget. There's always a strand. Um, and sometimes multiple and they're, and they're kind of tangled together. And that's a, a mess that needs to be unknotted. But here what we're talking about is that underneath is this fear of being exposed and the feeling of shame or embarrassment that would come with the fear of being exposed. sort of the original imposter syndrome, right? <laughs> and we see this everywhere. All of these, like from this original separation, we can see it throughout the human experience. And of course, it's throughout other experiences as well. But we're here focusing on this human experience. And we see it everywhere, right? This idea is imposed throughout uh, so much of what humans create. Are you legitimate? Legitimate. What does that word even mean? Are you legitimate? Are you the legitimate child of your parents' uh, lovemaking? Are you a legitimate XYZ creator? Are you a legitimate XYZ uh, professional? Are you a legitimate human? Your sort of sinful nature is discussed in virtually every religion. Statements like, by your works, you shall be known. And a man is only as good as his deed. We are, we have created an experience for thousands of years in which we are continually seeking and working to earn an acceptance that is eternally conditional. And what I want you to know and what I want you to hear and what I want you to start to feel into is that you are supposed to be here. You are loved. You are welcomed here. You belong as you are. Come as you are. Thank you for that, Kurt Cobain. Come as you are. So when we dive a little bit deeper into this experience of shame and embarrassment being within us from conception, that you are a secret, that you are dirty, that you don't belong, 
we have many offshoots of this that people can experience. That you are ruining things. That you have tainted everything. That you are derailing things for others. Simply by existing. Mm. And then we wonder in our human day-to-day life why it's so hard to treat ourselves with any reverence or love. Of course we're going to treat ourselves badly and without reverence because we believe in our core, down in our root energy system, that we don't belong, that we are not okay. And then we can kind of zoom out a little bit and we can look at the way that we have created an entire dysfunctional relationship with the rest of the natural world, which we are part of, even though we continually speak and act as if we are separate from it because of this, we are acting out this original separation. So that we have created this entirely dysfunctional relationship with the rest of the natural world, with the planet, that is based on acting out of the shame. We are acting out the shame and the embarrassment of secretly feeling we don't deserve to be here. So we take too much. We puff ourselves up because we secretly feel we don't belong and we are waiting to be called out, waiting to be pointed out, waiting to be expelled and holding on to whatever little shreds of the so-called garden that we feel we can get because we have relegated ourselves to being out on the outside, on the periphery. But if we can just hold on to just this tiny little bit over here, then we'll sort of be sneaking in a little bit. And what I want you to know is that there are multi-billion dollar industries and businesses that are built entirely on this energy. So I don't want you to feel bad about it because I can feel you feeling bad about it (laughs) on some level. I can feel some of you feeling bad about it. No. Think about our obsession with ancestry, with bloodlines. What are you by birth? What is your lineage? we have created a massive inversion of our connection to the ancestors with this. This idea of blood ancestry lineage as our only identity is a false identity mechanism that separates us from each other. It is a deep lie. This is why we have created royalty. This is why we talk about legitimate versus illegitimate children. Because we quote unquote know this is not true, but we feel it in our bones deep down inside 
that we are illegitimate, that we are not okay, that we do not belong. This is the ultimate imposter syndrome. And this is a key, this is the key driver behind the work that some are doing around the relationship with provider energy and how provider energy, our relationship with provider energy relates to our willingness to allow money and other resources to come into us, to come into our experience. Remember that the old evolutionary imperative for humanity is one of survival and it rests on two prongs, physical safety and inclusion. And inclusion may even be a greater imperative for humanity under these old evolutionary pieces than physical safety. I want to tell you that this morning, I'm recording this early in the morning, I woke up with received massive codes, massive energetics coursing through my body, coursing through my being about all of this. And as I was processing it enough to be able to come and be in transmission mode to you, I had moments of just pure weeping. I wept for us. I wept for myself. I wept for all of us. And of course, also laughing at the whole silly mistake of it. The whole silly mistake of it. I want to bring you back for a moment to the idea that it's not just in your human self that you're doing this work. Now, whatever mm, dimensional viewpoint you're experiencing this from will help you think about and organize how do you want to be working with this? Is it in just this particular human life? Great. I mean, you can. it's fruitful. There's a massive, massive amount just within your own human life that you can be working with here you may be wanting to expand that and to be working with the ideas of cleaning or clearing or resolving or completing. Some might say the word healing. This trauma across multiple directions, if you will, in your lineage, in your blood lineage, in your ancestral lineage and by ancestral, I actually am meeting, I don't actually talk about ancestors as much as I talk about the DNA holders. When I'm doing my own private work on this spiritually, the DNA holders, because this is the past and the future. And because time in our human, we experience as a line, but it is a sphere and all things are happening at the same time. And so I want to always be including the future DNA holders as much as the past DNA holders. So you may be doing this clearing work to liberate them from this burden. Maybe one of the reasons that you've organized and designed this particular life in this fashion. There may be, it may be necessary for you to understand this experience for what you are creating and sharing with others. 
and this may be the this may be your apex timeline that your cosmic self has organized this timeline this experience so that you can have this moment right now in which you are restored back to that brilliant innocence and joy and excitement and enthusiasm and passion as a creator being that you had when you were first created when you first moved out into being an individuated expression of golden source energy a unique individuated expression of that now is the time for acceptance it's very interesting this thing that's just happening as i'm recording for you i'm sitting in my home and i'm looking out at the lake and there's a a, a small two lane road that runs along the lake here and just as i was speaking about this uh last little bit a man was walking down the road and just you know people walk go for walks it's beautiful walk the dog they go for bike rides whatever a man was walking down the road and i could see that he was weeping and he was pressing the the sort of the heel of his the palm of his hand against his face against his eye to kind of clean off the weeping and then the other heel of his hand against the other eye as he was weeping and he was continuing to walk and i just felt so much of what is weighing us down is about this original separation and sometimes i hear people talking about yeah just go back just go back you're you're just go back in just you know unity we're all together we're all yes but no we are individuated on purpose there is a beautiful fabric there is a beautiful knitting together of these just gazillions of infinite pure specific unique individual lights that make up the all of all and you are to be you were designed to be the unique individual expression and if you do want to return back all the way back your cosmic self you can do that you can do that at any time but if you are here that's not what your cosmic self wants or maybe it just can't figure out how to do it right i hear that yes that's possible but i don't feel that that's really true for most of you listening to this you're wanting to work through and complete the carrying of this question and maybe it's a it's been felt as a certainty but it may just be a question about identity am i okay was i created because something was wrong with me and i needed to be expelled think about all our myths about being expelled from the garden or in many different forms or was i created from joy from pure love those young lovers in the meadow 
you can choose whichever story you want. I'm here to tell you that what I'm experiencing for us all at this time is the remembrance that no, it was the creation, it is the creation of those young lovers. It is the creation of the young child making something for the first time and proudly holding it up and saying, look at what I did. And the invitation now is to move beyond the outer journey, to move beyond the golden statues and the titles and the worry about bank accounts and the accumulation of stuff beyond the hard work and achievement, there is a new field opening for us all, an infinite meadow of play and delight, a place where the wisdom of experience combines with the restoration of pure innocence. This is the inner journey of the evolution of an eon. And there are no maps and there are no road signs. There aren't even any trails because you are going where none have gone before in all of the ages across all of the worlds. That is what it means to be in the apex timeline. This is powerful, powerful stuff. This is the purity of freedom. This is the purity of your essence. <sighs> Beautiful. Thank you for your light in the world. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for creating whatever you're creating. I know we struggle to bring our creations into form. I know it is hard. This physical 3D thing, it's hard. <laughs> but it, it, it's also beautiful. It's also beautiful. I love you.